All right, so since I was a couple minutes late yesterday and people freaked the fuck out, uh, I thought I'd show up a minute and a half earlier today. Uh, I know it was like 15 minutes yesterday, but today it is what it is. Um, I just want everybody to know, too, they are still working on my fucking internet. Uh, so if I just lose you, I just fucking lose you. It's, it is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. It should be good. They claim they fixed some shit. We had a bad hurricane a couple months ago. You guys might have heard about it. So it's still a lot of places around here still looks tore up from the flora. But uh, today we're going to talk about how uh, this crazy fat woman thinks that the BMI should just be eliminated. Um, and I mean, she's she's actually a counselor, which makes her craziness just even sadder. Uh, but I uh, can't wait to see the delusion of former blue hair from former uh, uh, former therapist. I thought, didn't know if she was a former therapist or she's still a therapist or whatever. She shouldn't be therapizing people, that's for sure. I'm just going to keep making up words, by the way. Um, Jillian, how are you? Unique Bori, what's happening? And for those of you that are wondering, I've got some news. I'm going to wait for a few people to get on here. But here is where you can get our new book, Beyond Willpower, The Hunger Management Method. Beyond Willpower is also the name of a stack uh, from Ambrosia Collective of Planta Protein, some different varieties that I, my, my list of my favorite varieties is what, what made it up. Um, it has Ember, which I do believe I even have right here. Uh, Ember is a appetite fat burning uh, compound and it has African mango in it and it's very high stem. I'm getting ready to take my second half today, even though I'm already still kind of jittery from the first one. So it just is what it is. Um, but it's also uh, has nectar in it, which nectar is an organ support formula uh, that I drink every day uh, and use in different varieties of, but it also has no morbidity. And the really fucking cool news about all that shit is you can get that entire stack now at Vitamin Shop. We, I just wanted to let everybody know, I think it's super fucking cool. This has kind of been, I, I haven't even seen it live yet. That's the fucking thing. But to talk about something just fucking a dream coming true. This is mine and crystals product that we booked with the Ambrosia collective. Um, and it's now available at vitamin shops throughout the country in, in its first run. So if we are out at the websites, but you can get it at most vitamin shops, they, they will have a couple bottles of it. Um, and they also have nectar, uh, plant uh, and uh, ember, which is the Beyond Willpower stack. We'll be adding the, uh, to that stack before too long for the well, the complete weight loss matrix, basically, with, with product two. But I got to be real, folks. I mean, I just wanted to share this. I found out about it a little bit ago. The uh, Mark and Sean kind of called and said, hey, we just want to let you know this was this happened. Um, I thought I just I like. The last two and a half years three years have been very uh, trying and there was very stressful times where I didn't know if we were going to be able to keep our businesses running because of how we, uh, how we're, we were being perceived and how I, and, and just people not jiving with what I was saying because they're basically stupid lemmings. But um, the, to see like the, this project uh, go from just uh uh, to go from just like, you know, an idea that Crystal kind of like ran across me. And then I, then I, we talked to Mark about 
to not only it being now sold other places, because this is just the first of many outlets it's going to start being sold at, um, but for it was to be getting back in how it's helping like thousands and thousands of thousands of people um, right now, which is super fucking cool. Um, and it will be back, uh, it, by the way, it will be back in stock on the websites also within the next, uh, like probably week and a half. I, I, I was on the phone with Sean this morning. So within the next week and a half, it will be back for sale at the websites also, just in case you don't have a vitamin shop around you or something like that. But just to see it at vitamin shop, I don't, I know it may sound like it's just, that's our fucking product that we have like you know, worked really, really, really hard for, for it to be there. It's just like, kind of like a little celebration, uh, for Crystal and I, that, it, you know, it's, it's a big thing. It's helping lots of people. Um, this next year is going to be huge for it, like huge, huge, huge for it. Uh, and we're very looking forward to it. I'm super, just super excited for those of you that don't know, uh, no morbidity is, uh, you can even see it on here. It's made up of, uh, four ingredients. Oops. There it is. Huh. It's made up of four patent ingredients at the clinically tested doses, Slim Luna, Garcetrin, KSM 66, and Thinogen. Um, I personally use this product. I use every product in the, in the Beyond Willpower stack daily, almost. The only thing I don't use daily is I don't have plant protein every single day, uh, just because I use it as a sweet treat off nights. And I've been really like, as we progress in dealing with my binge eating, we do it's we're doing a better and better and better job where I'm getting farther away from wanting sweet things. So, and product two, it has glycemic control in it. And so now that I'm on that, I really just am not even that into eating anything sweet right now at all, which is fucking awesome. Uh, but I just wanted to talk, touch base with that with you guys. I think it's just a fucking super thing. Super cool thing that we fucking uh, that that we're able to we're able we've gotten accomplished. I'm super proud of Crystal and myself and the entire team, Ambrosia, all of them. Uh, I'm gonna say hi to everybody, and then we're gonna talk about this crazy chick that thinks that uh, uh, BMI should just be eliminated and not replaced by anything. That's the thing. So, Annie, how are you? Tiffany, what's going on? I hope you're doing great today. Uh, Elaine, Elizabeth. Ta uh, Taylor Oz, what's happening? Uh, Cookies, Slatsukin, Dinah. You got a notification. That's awesome. That's that's rare and awesome. I work in IT. Trust me, they didn't fix it. Uh, they didn't fix what? Mm, they didn't fix what? I don't know. What's up, Sabrina? Uh, Michelle, how are you? Kimberly Gonzalez, what's going on? Erica, pleasure to see you here. Uh, M's Fit Journey, what's up? How the fuck are you? Uh, great to see you, Carl. Lacey Shrinks. Uh, the BMI needs to to go because white supremacy or something. That's pretty much what, what what they what they say. Yeah. Uh, from what I know, she stopped practicing under her license. She is charging a fuck ton for no. I, I do have her website up. It's kind of impressive uh, that she is not actually. She's advertising that she's a therapist, but if she's not practicing under her license, she is actually guilty of false advertising. Then. I will say that. Uh, and the, her coaching, her coach, like, I 
I, you know, the, the link to the, the link for crystallized coaching is right here. We have two kinds. We have one kind that is our less extensive one where we talk to people on a daily basis with weekly video conferences. We help them adjust their lifestyle. We give them, you know, consistent daily feedback and the communication. Um, they're a member of the hunger management support group, which is where I keep track of all of my coaching or all of my training and stuff like that. Um, and my food, um, and, uh, you know, like we're, 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 we're in it every single day with them. The intensive one is when we have two, uh, workout sessions virtually via zoom, like where it's just one-on-one, we coach the person through the workout session at their house. Um, so for her to be charging, I think it's like $85 for a, a 30 minute session. Um, she's really playing off these fucking weak ass people's like mindset, like people, she's got to tell people to feel good about themselves being fat as fuck. I got a newsflash. If there was nothing wrong with being fat, you wouldn't need to have, you wouldn't need to actually counsel people to tell them that there was like, I don't need counseling for being super fucking healthy. I'm pretty fucking happy being super fucking healthy, you know? Me being able to move however I want to fucking move and do whatever the fuck I want to do doesn't require fucking therapy. When you're fe- like be, be, trying to trying to accept the fact that I'm physically fit uh, without chronic illness that I've given to myself by gluttoning myself does not require therapy. If you have in fact gluttoned yourself into a state of ill health or immobility or you know it's coming and you need somebody to sit there and tell you that you're okay you are, in fact, not fucking okay. Silliness. Silliness. Uh, she probably thinks getting rid of the BMI will make her thinner. Probably, possibly. I love, uh, in love with a paladin. It's an interesting name. Interesting. Uh, Gretful Sins, although it's flawed, it's just a general idea. I'm going to go over my thoughts on the BMI here in a second. Okay. Uh, congrats on getting into vitamin shop. That's huge. I like fucking kind of blown away by it in this morning. Like I really, like it's holy shit, you know, like 2023 is going to be a big year, which is fucking awesome. 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 Um, congrats. Thank you very much. Janet, how are you? It fails to take into account genetics and environmental factors. Uh, it, 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 it does, but so do blood tests and shit like that. So we'll go over that in a second. Quantum personality, how are you doing? Lady Hawk, what's going on? Uh, Peaceful Lifter, Casey, how are you? Uh, do we ship internationally? Uh, both Ambrosia and uh, both Ambrosia and Tiger Fitness. Tiger Fitness will, sh- will ship anywhere in the world. We should be back in stock within the next two weeks, from what Sean said, at the, at the latest, within the next week and a half. You know from what Sean told me this morning. So we're just waiting on a third-party testing piece. So if, you're th- if your BMI is 30 plus, you are heavy. I would, say, I would say that it is impossible to, even for the most serious genetic outliers, if your BMI is 35, especially if you have a BMI over 30 and your waist-to-height ratio is also put you in a bad category, you're unhealthy. Every fat person's unhealthy. I mean, if you have a big waist and, and your BMI is high, you are fucking unhealthy. I mean... We just need to accept this, you know, uh, in reality. If your BMI is 30, if, if you're over 30 in a BMI without working out, working on your health and don't care, you're obese. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. 
Uh, Live chill. That's great to hear. So please, free. I'm super pleased. Thank you very much. We, we are very, very happy. Uh, best non-stim pre-workout. Don't know. Don't fucking use them. So I don't. Do, I really, really don't do the performance stuff. Mark's got a few. Uh, got a new, uh, a new non-stimulant pre-workout, but I just don't use them. Best non-stimulant pre-workout for me would be like, uh, you know, mental jewels uh, for the focus. It's a nootropic. Uh, the banana, the banana maple French toast is in my in my pantry right now, along with several others. Uh, I tried that nectar; that's incredibly in, that's incredibly sweet. It depends on which one you get, to be honest. Um, some of them aren't. The I think the one the one we have right now is, I think it's strawberry basil or something like that. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's just not that sweet. How's it hanging? Good, very well. Thank you. It's hanging well. It's hanging well. Uh, broke through 335 pounds this morning, 190 from your heaviness. That's fucking amazing. Great job, dude. Okay. So I, we've got a lot of people commenting. Uh, I am going to, uh, Alan, what are your thoughts on the liver King, liver King's apology? Uh, still had me cringing and laughing. I didn't watch the apology. I don't give a fuck about the liver King. I'm going to be honest. I don't care. Like some dude that was clearly on steroids lied about being on steroids. Like, I'm sorry. It, here's my thing. If you believed him that he was natural, you're stupid. You know, like I've just got to be, I mean, you, you're, you're absolutely dumb. I say it all the time, assume whatever you want. Like, I do, like this is one of the reasons why I don't talk about my actual, you know, physique, training, anything like that. And this is another reason, like I, to, like I am a weight loss coach, you know, like, uh, I mean, I've used DHEA in the past, estrogen blockers, stuff like that. When my doctor tells me to go on TRT, I'm going to be like, where do I fucking stick it in? Um, I have no problem saying these things to people. Uh, but, I mean, my thing about dude was dude openly lied. By, he made a brand off of I'm natural, look at me, how amazing I look. Here are my, here are my nine or what, seven or nine tenants, whatever fuck he has uh, to, you know, to look like him and shit like that. When he's clearly... Like fucking, uh, he's clearly, clearly, uh, uh, you know, bullshit and lying. So I haven't watched his apology. I couldn't give a fuck less. I, I, I just couldn't give a fuck less about him. I really, I just really couldn't. Uh, anyway, we are going to get to this crazy, uh, crazy shit that this woman said here right now. And here she is. Okay, this is, um, and nobody go give this crazy person any problems on her site because this crazy person is in fact fucking crazy. Um, I mean, she's just fucking, she's a whack nut. She, I mean, she, I mean, this is a person that clearly, like this, this person clearly fucking does not want to admit to herself that she is in fact wrong. Uh, like, you know, she's clearly, clearly morbidly obese and triggered. Okay. Uh, but here we go. We're going to talk about this and the BMI. Hang on a second. I got to whoop. I got to put it all the way at the beginning. Okay, here we are. And here we go. Anytime I talk about the problems with the BMI, the most common response I always get is, okay, well, what should we use instead? Okay, so when people bring up problems about the BMI, it's normally because it doesn't take into account uh, for muscle mass, um, which for people like me, 
uh, would skew the results or people with serious genetic, uh, genetic outlying. Um, she went for women. This, that, that argument actually works against women because women have a naturally lower, um, a naturally lower, uh, lean muscle mass than men because of the, the different hormonal issues, because unbeknownst to most woke fuckers, there is actually a difference between men and women genetically and physically. Um, the other ones is that like it was it was tested on uh, just it was made by a by a mathematician. Well, as a newsflash, people, doctors don't actually do the fucking math when it comes to their fucking studies and shit like that. Most of the time it is done by a mathematician. Um, now, I know that they're saying it was done with all, you know, like white men. Um, I agree. Uh, but. In, in, in reality, the data that is collected based off of the BMI for decades and decades and decades and decades and decades and decades after that show that it is a rather amazing predictive tool on a population level basis for chronic illness, disease, and life expectancy. Uh, so uh, the, the reality that it is useless on an individualized level, I can understand some like... Uh, some fucking uh, uh, issue. Like, again, you know, I'm a big waist to height ratio, which she'd be fucking massively morbidly obese waist to height ratio because she's built like a fucking fire hydrant. Um, but a fat fire hydrant. Um, but uh, I mean, this, I mean, this is a, the Tampa, this is a good one. Uh, I'm a black woman. My muscle mass and bone is still lighter than the average 5'11 white male I'm being compared to, you're being compared to. That would ab absolutely mean that like the BMI would be more predictive for you. You know, like uh, as you know, as you have uh, lower muscle mass, you should have a lower body weight to accommodate that. Even though there's also the argument that women sometimes do have a higher body, you know, body fat range, but if you look at the 10% that that, you know, uh, uh, the 10% um, that that could possibly be in body fat range to be healthy, um, you know, it's, it's 10%. So that's not really going to put you any closer. Like, I mean, uh, women should still likely, you know, be in the, the, you know, 25 to 20, 25 to under 30 range to be considered healthy. You know, but I hear what you're saying. Uh, but the problems with BMI are that it doesn't um, that it doesn't take into account people with large frames and musculature. Like I know that when I am fully dieted down, when I'm when I'm at like sub 10 percent, I weigh around 182 pounds, 180 to 182 pounds. And technically that puts me like as a 26 BMI. So I'm slightly overweight. It's still like, cause I believe 20, between 20 and 25 is, is of normal weight. 25 to 30 is overweight. 30 to 35 is obese. 35 plus is morbidly obese. Uh, so, you know, I have, I carry around a good bit of lean mass on me still like over 160 pounds. And uh, like for me, it would be, it, it would be a skewing. And that's why, you know, again, I will say that I, you know, I, I'll go to waist to height ratio at any given time, especially for myself, because yeah, I got like a 28, 29 inch waist compared to being five, nine, five, 10. So I'm actually almost thin 
like like almost considered exceedingly thin for waist height ratio. So I'll take that shit. Uh, we're gonna listen to her a little bit more. Here we go. And, and any given fucking time, by the way, Hannah, if you watch this, you want to come on live and debate about the the about the shortcomings of the BMI. We absolutely can, and then we can discuss waist to height ratio because she's saying what should you replace it with? We should play replace it with waist to height ratio. Waist to height ratio is actually shown to be more predictive than even BMI when it comes to. It's actually shown to be even more predictive that uh, when it comes to you know uh, chronic illness, disease, and stuff like that than BMI. So that's absolutely what we should use. Sir, is nothing. Get rid so nothing. I, I, I don't I, like. We're just we're gonna like look past uh, uh, you know a, an arbitrary number. Like they take your height, they take your weight. You know, for most things, like why, why the, why, why, you know, it's literally just an equation based off of your height and weight. Like, it, it does it damage your weak ass, fucking frail, fucking almost empty ass head so much that, uh, it, it like, it, it, it can't be even said or spoken. That's fucking ridiculous. Get rid of it and replace it with nothing. We literally don't need it. If a yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, we do. As a general guideline, it's absolutely needed. It needs to be assessed for an illness. Doctors use diagnostic testing to do that. Yeah, and one of those diagnostic testings is your fucking weight. So if you already have your height and you already have your fucking weight, guess what? The BMI number exists no matter what. It's just a matter of equation. Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, I mean, it's equation. You know, I, I mean, it's... All, it, it's it's two variables that are taken that whether you do the math or not on those two equations does not make it any less of an actual fucking number in existence. There's people like it's this weird thing. Like they're going to take your weight. Uh, if you're ill, they're going to take your fucking weight. You know why? Because being fat is fucking bad for you. You fat ass. Uh, I mean, what the fuck? And they already know your height. Like, if you're at the doctor, like, and because you're sick, you're 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 concerned about them doing an equation with your height and weight together, because you're already fucking sick, dumbass. If a patient has an illness, the doctor will treat that illness. If and for a lot of times, the treatment needs to be weight titrated, which they need to take your weight and shock them that they have your fucking height. So therefore, the number exists whether you do the equation or not. But the fucked up thing is, and this is what they, people like her don't, don't like to admit, is that it is predictively true that people with higher BMIs, in fact need more health care because they are, in fact, less fucking healthy. Ta-da. <laughs> it, it's just this. Medications need to be dosed based on weight. There are formulas that already exist to calculate those dosages. If a doctor... Yeah, I mean, and they require your fucking weight and they already know your height. So therefore, guess what? The BMI number exists. You not You not calculating it. You're fucking you know, like literally intellectually retarded brain, not understanding that that number exists no matter what. It doesn't make you less of a fat ass if we don't do the equation. It doesn't make you 
destroying your joints any fucking less. It doesn't make you any more healthy when you're a fat ass by not knowing your BMI because indeed you are still a fat ass. You are still fat as fuck. The, The denial, the ignoring of it is just, society needs to stop coddling. This, we're coddling this woman by saying, don't replace the BMI because it made you feel some kind of, some kind of shit, you know, because that's what this is. This woman is, claims to be a therapist and I've never, I've, I've, this person needs therapy so fucking intensely. It's crazy. I mean, well, she's crazy. That's why she needs therapy intensely. But I mean, it, the number still exists. Like you not doing the fucking calculations does not change shit. The number still fucking exists. It's just ridiculous. You're fat. Newsflash. You're going to be fat whether we do the calculation or not. You're still fucking fat. Doctor wants to educate a patient about the benefits of health-promoting behaviors. They can and should do that with all their patients. There yes, is- they should with all their patients. It should be thoroughly explained to all of their patients that being at a BMI of 30 or above does have a much higher propensity to uh, the person developing chronic illness disease, including type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, stroke, liver disorders, uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, osteoarthritis, neuroinflammation, uh, systemic inflammation to the lungs, COPD, um, uh, cognitive imbalance, cognitive um, cognitive. Uh, issues and diminished capacity, the increased prevalence of Alzheimer's and dementia, the increased prevalence of foot amputation, lower limb amputation, the higher prevalence of stroke at a young age, uh, everything from skin infections, from fucking fat folds and shit like that. Like, I mean, you lose the argument with me to say I'm healthy and I don't need anybody to tell me I'm unhealthy when you literally have to clean between fat rolls. Okay. Like you, you lose the argument there right away. You know, like just be real. Like you don't get to fucking bark back. Like you don't need to tell me about the BMI when in fact, you know, a, a huge portion of your job when, when you are uh, you know, caring for yourself is cleaning between your fat folds and you just don't. So sorry if this is a little raw today, but this woman aggravates the fuck out of me. Um, She speaks at such a tone of condescension, such amazing, stupid shit. I can't even get over it. Is no medical scenario where the BMI or any tool like the BMI is the most effective, most specialized tool for the job? No, you're right. It doesn't mean, you know, you don't use the fucking tool. Like the most specialized uh, tool for the job for diagnostics. Like you realize how ridiculous you fucking sound. Like it is called diagnostics for a fucking reason. They're trying to find out what the fuck is wrong. So they don't know if it's so specialized. They do know it is a contributing factor. Um, You dumb fuck. Uh, this, this, like, look at that face. Like, at all? No, don't take my weight. No, like, uh, Jesus. None. We already have systems and tools in place. Yes, the BMI and waist to height ratio—they are in place. They are absolute. The 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 only difference between this one and taking your blood pressure when you're fat as fuck, 
uh, is in fact that you don't like the fucking BMI. That the BMI makes you feel like some kind of bad way about yourself because you are in fact very visibly a fucking glutton. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you can't take somebody telling you you're fat, you are going to have a hard time in life because you fat. Uh, the BMI, all that does is tell you that you are at such a level of fatness for your height that you are increasing statistically the chances of you developing a, an avoidable lifestyle chronic illness because 90% of type 2 diabetes is avoidable by lifestyle change. 80% of all cardiovascular disease is avoidable by lifestyle change. We are in a society where people such as this woman who are literally campaigning to ignore their fucking fuckery uh, are in fact massively more susceptible to uh, clogging our healthcare system disproportionately due to her need to face fuck herself with food every day. How raw is that, people? Meet whatever a patient's specific health needs may be. <laughs> The BMI is extremely flawed. It doesn't take into account muscle fat ratio. I, did you miss the little beginning portion of there where that actually that argument actually works against women, right? You realize that, right? Because women have lower muscle mass than men. It works against women, okay? Um, and it is incredibly societally and on a population level accurate when it comes to predicting chronic illness, disease, stuff like that. Incredibly. So um, it is as flawed as, as like EKGs and shit like that. Because while it doesn't tell the whole story, it tells part of it. It literally tells part of the story. You just logged on. Okay. Not, you, you, congratulations. You look dumb. Uh, <clears throat> BMI works for 99% of people, not like Hannah is an elite athlete. That, I mean, exactly. Like, I don't mind BMI, and I'm one of the people that it doesn't work well for. You know? Like, fucking ridiculous. This woman's waist-to-height ratio is probably 0.7. She's sickly on just about every fucking factor. Categorizing and pathologizing patients based on weight is and has always been lazy medicine. <laughs> lazy medicine. Okay. Uh, thank you. What is, uh, what is that some obese? Uh, don't think you two like that. I don't give a fuck. Uh, smell like rotten flesh, skin folds, infections. It could be. And that's actually a, tr a true thing. Uh, it's a very, very, very true thing. Um, that it could be a hygiene thing. So I, I, I guess the smell in the skin folds. Yep. BMI told me I'm fat. Mir told me uh, not to, not to listen. I mean, exactly. You know, like, I mean, go by your waist height ratio. Like the thing is, if you are being, if you are told that you are obese for, by, by the BMI, take your waist to height ratio. If you're also obese by waist height ratio, you're fucking obese. Like, I mean, there's multiple different ways to look at it. You know, I mean, there really, really is. Let's see here. Yeast infections are also super common in skin folds and they're very dangerous. They are super common and they're extremely dangerous. Um, 
like extremely, extremely, extremely dangerous. Yeah, the the, the lazy person calling uh, medicine lazy. I know, fucking, I laughed. So. The doctors look at you, so the BMI makes sense. Uh, he won't mistake mis, uh, he won't mistake mistaken you for skinny. What? So, hi, I'm happy to finally catch a live. Just wanted to say you have encouraged me to lose 30 pounds in the last three months. I also just purchased Ember and I'm on, on my second day. Outstanding. Great goddamn job. Thank you so much. Whenever you go to the Ambrosia Collective, use the code capital M, capital F, I N G, capital C, capital O, capital O. It'll give you 5% off too. So, I appreciate you. Um, finally, my waist to height ratio and BMI uh, agree that I'm in a healthy range. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, there's many tools in the toolbox. Use them correctly. I mean, that's the thing. Use them all. It's fucking crazy to not use some, you know. Um, went from a BMI of 39.5 to 26.4, living my best life right now. Mama Lozy, great motherfucking job. That is out fucking standing. That's fucking awesome. Great goddamn job. Um, let's see. Why are people so offended by the BMI when... Uh, when they do the calculation and find out their numbers, it's not like they are forced into a fat camp. They, that's, that brings up another thing, too. Um, I'm going to take us over to my Twitter. And if you guys aren't following me on Twitter, you should be. Um, what the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, but we're going to go here. And there is a thing going, going around. Uh Um, where I basically, like, I'm, I'm amazed, okay, because there is a study that just got released that, uh, from the Daily Mail, fucking stupid, just stupidity. Um, and it is paying obese people to ca uh, cash to lose weight doubles their rate of fat loss. Um, just fucking no. Uh, just absolutely motherfucking no. Um, absolutely not. Uh, I, I, I absolutely 100% not. Uh, the, the, they're off the found offering morbidly obese people in New York and Los Angeles $750 in cash. Uh, over a six-month period of time. So what were the different financial strategies? Cash linked to behavior changes, $150 in, in, month, one, in month one only for registering and attending half of the uh, weight things, $60 a month, $30 in the study for filing the last five days, $20 a month. Fuck this shit. Like, why should the concept... Literally, that we're going to pay people not to fucking burden our society is fucking asinine wrong. It is complete bullshit. The fucking, there's no way I can see where healthy people should in any way have to assist in paying for this with their tax dollars to fucking help people, incentivize people to lose weight, so then they don't, like, I, this one dude, the fucking, this moron, I'd much rather pay, and by the way, Kevin Dalton, I'm calling you a moron, 
I'd much rather pay someone to get healthier than pay needless billions in healthcare costs. So I responded back, how about the people that stay healthier pay less than those that choose to glutton themselves to societal burden? Encouraging weight loss by paying people so privileged they can already afford and have access to enough food to eat themselves into societal burden is idiotic. Uh, Kevin responded back, sending billion, sending millions to sa spending millions to save billions is the opposite of societal burden. I, why should we? Here's here, and this is this is where it gets. You know, I'm open to any ideas you have. Why should tax dollars be used to pay people to not glutton themselves into societal burden? Why should there be a reward to get healthy paid in part by those that stay healthy for their health? How about personal responsibility and liability for lifestyle-driven illnesses? Of course, he gets upset. Uh, so no ideas, even though I gave an idea, by the way. Um, I said, my idea is personal responsibility to not glutton oneself into societal burden and individual liability for any expenses incurred for preventable lifestyle-driven illnesses. Insulin for type 1 diabetics, paid for by insurance. Type 2, due to lifestyle, paid 100% by the person. I'm sorry if this sounds cruel or mean or whatever. Um, if that sounds cruel or mean or whatever, you are, in fact, in my opinion, of course, a pussy. Um, and literally don't understand the fact that we should not have to be subsidizing people getting healthy. Um, this person said, gotcha, that's a nice idea. But you understand that's essentially what we've been trying the past few decades, right? Perhaps we try something that doesn't cause hundreds of thousands of deaths a year and billions of dollars in healthcare costs. Uh, by the way, $2.7 to $3 trillion a year spent on healthcare expenditures already. We already pay fat people enough through shared healthcare costs and, and, and burden. It, that's my stance. We pay them enough. We are, our healthcare costs are skyrocketing high because people glutton themselves, smoke themselves and drink themselves to societal burden, begging them and paying them to in fact lose some weight that they're, they're just gonna gain back again to be paid again to lose weight will not help them. Um, if we all of a sudden make them solely responsible for their lifestyle driven, their fucked up lifestyles, they will fucking change or it will be a problem for them. It'll be their fucking problem. Uh, we have not been trying, I said, we have not been trying personal responsibility for avoiding uh, avoidable lifestyle driven chronic illnesses since the inception of shared insurance costs. It has been decades that the healthy subsidized unhealthy outcomes of unhealthy actions of others. I mean, it's been for forever. Uh, and then he, the last one is, uh, I, I, I don't uh, disagree that people need more personal responsibility. I just don't see the process for making it implement implementable, but I am open to an actual plan. The actual plan is to make lifestyle-driven, avoidable chronic illnesses the direct and sole responsibility for those that syst systemically abuse their bodies for over a long period of time. The expenses should be paid 100% by the individual, their actions, their money. And I mean that. I know it's hard for people to understand, but I absolutely fucking mean it. Like there in no way should all of society, like the, in, the incentive for people to lose weight, paying people to lose weight when in fact they should do it for themselves, their family, society anyway, like fuck that, uh, fuck that in a big fucking way for real. People take advantage of the system, which will in turn cost it. it, it it's not going to lower healthcare burden. All it's going to do is pay some people to wait cycle. They'll lose some weight, then gain it back. These people 
like we're, we're acting like $750 paid over six months is going to be something that's going to help most people anyway. These people glutton themselves to the point where they need to take insulin on a daily basis, medications. They need to come out of pocket, their own pocket, in order to fucking, you know, pay for like the premiums and the co-pays for shit. Plus, they glutton themselves like the food bills alone are crazy. No morbidity is saving people hundreds of dollars a month on food bills because they're eating less fucking food. Their food bills would go down. They would... They could save more money than what they, they would get paid and be healthier just by fucking being healthier. Like people glutton themselves to literal getting their feet cut off and then they still eat that fucking way. The, we need to address food behaviors. We need to address food addiction. We need to treat sugar like it's alcohol like it's actually an addictive substance because clearly in our society, we all know it is. We all know it is. Yet we give it to kids every goddamn day for breakfast. We know it's, we know it is a, uh, an actual like addictive fucking drug just about. We need to treat all of these things this way. And then we need to make it so that it's not so incentivized to be fat as fuck. It's just the acceptance of being morbidly obese in society. The acceptance of there's nothing wrong with being fatter. Yes, there is. You burden society. There, there absolutely is. If for no other reason, if you don't give a fuck about yourself, and if you eat yourself to 300 pounds and aren't trying to change it, you don't give a fuck about yourself. You should seek some counseling to find out why you hate yourself so fucking much. If you don't give a fuck about yourself, you're burdening society. I mean, you are burdening society. You are, in fact, ingesting way more food than you fucking need, which puts extra waste in the environment. It's not even an arguable thing. And then you are, in fact, gluttoning yourself to a state of societal burden when it comes to healthcare resource usage and healthcare expenditure. The normalization of obesity, which I warned about for years before we actually reached this point, is, in fact, killing society. It's killing our society. It's, it's, it's the... The obesity and chronic lifestyle-driven illnesses is the number one problem in our society. I can debate anybody about this. It is literally the reason why we were able as a society to be literally shamed and scared into giving our fucking rights away two and a half years ago. I had so many people say when I was like, it's just a cold. I'm not going to fucking lose my freedom for a fucking cold. Uh, oh, you don't care about people? And I would respond back. It's elderly people that are normally pretty isolated already because they have multiple conditions and or people that have gluttoned themselves to a state of ill health through their own action. Why should my life have to alter? Because they fucking couldn't say no to ho-hos. And they'd be like, you know how many people that is? We are so sickly as a nation. And nobody did shit about it. So many people said that to me two and a half years ago, three years ago. How, you know how many sick people we have? How many fat people we have? As if I didn't fucking know. As if I didn't fucking know. I literally have a book about obesity, too, now. And then people are saying to me, like, oh, well, we have so many fat people and so many sickly people. Like, too many people will die from this cold. If you're a fucking 30-year-old and you've gluttoned yourself to the state where a fucking cold virus that is normally hard on, you know, elderly people, people that have the average age of 78 to 80 years old and four serious comorbidities... Uh, if you're if you've gluttoned yourself to the frailty of that person, 
maybe you get what you get. These are the people that do the dying. It's and we know this. And we've in, in the last three years, we've pushed that obesity is just perfectly fine, even more. Like fucking talk about crazy fucking bullshit world. Like we literally lock down society because because we know we have so many sickly people, and then we're gonna fucking fatten ourselves up even more. Fuck that shit, crazy ass motherfuckers. Reparations for healthy people who have paid for those unhealthy. I fucking like that idea. We all pay for fatness. We do. This is wrong. Can you explain how this works here in my country? The state doesn't offer much help for people who don't work. Uh, how much is an obese person paid? Just wondering. Well, they would be paying them $750 over the course of six months to lose weight. But we already subsidized their existence to a tremendous fucking degree through shared health care expenditures and government paid health uh, care. Like to a tremendous degree. The carrot is what uh, the question is, what carrot are you going to use to drive morbidly obese people to want to make change? Us not pay for their health care anymore. Pretty fucking solid carrot. Us not to fucking accept it in society. Us to view it as the illness it is. Them to have to bear the brunt of their poor healthcare uh, lifestyle decisions. That's my carrot. I'm not, there, there shouldn't, we don't like, I'm sorry, but pretending that everything's okay and actually being super, uber, duper nice to people and not wanting to hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that, that's what got us here. That's what got us fat as fuck. It's time for people to fucking understand that if you if you develop a chronic lifestyle driven illness from systemically over a long period of time, fucking with your health, you should pay for that out of your pocket. A hundred percent. It should be an extremely life, extremely encumbersome thing for you. Instead of all of society. The focus needs to be prevention. Exactly. I completely agree. I completely agree. Not just shared healthcare costs. Also, our tax pounds are, are going towards these disabilities. I completely agree with that, too. Half of the money should be for mandatory therapy. I can follow that. Don't get me started out here in Canada. Yeah, you guys are fucked. You guys got a fucked up system. There is 100% mental health aspect to this. Binge eating in itself is often an escape or a mental uh, or a method to tolerate avoid avoid distress. Then they should get help for it. They should get help for it, pay for it out of their own pocket, and fucking not burden society. Go ahead and call me mean. I don't give a fuck. I'd support lifestyle exclusion uh, version of universal health care. Emergencies happen to healthy, unhealthy to healthy people, and it benefits our society to get them back on track. Fatties, yep, I I, I can see that too. I can see that too. Binge eating is absolutely a coping mechanism. I know because I've used it as a coping mechanism before, and so have I, but it was my responsibility to adjust it just like it was your responsibility to adjust it, and you did. Like, I mean, that's it, it, the same thing like drinking is a fucking coping mechanism for a lot of people too, but it's on them to control their alcoholism. We don't just pay them not to drink, you know? Mm-mm. My uncle had both his feet amputated before he died and he kept drinking full sugar Coke. Sad. Fucking sadness. They can change the BMI however they want. That won't change the fact that being over 250 pounds, that's that's my thing too, you know? 
the fact that there are now Hazeline's therapists is dangerous. I would agree with that. Very, very, very much so. Very much so. People need to realize how extra fat on their bodies affects their mental health. And well, I mean, the inflammation and everything like that too. It, I mean, it causes cognitive issues. Uh, what are they censoring? What, what, what's, what, what are they censoring now? I'll view it. Crazy. I thank you very much, Julian, for checking those things out. And yeah, hit them in the wallet. Like, make them pay for this shit. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, I just, I don't get it. Michelle G, uh, trying to find a therapist for food addiction in my area that isn't intuitive eating is insane. That's a big problem. It's a big ass problem, but it's, it's what I keep saying. The healthcare industry does not have any vested interest in you getting better. Like in, in, in your therapy, most of the time, your therapist does not want to cure you. Uh, your therapist wants a, you know, somebody to fucking be coming back for the comeback, you know? Make Allen uh, head of the Department of Health here in America. I'd fucking take that job. I really would. Uh, they totally hijacked what intuitive eating is. Intuitive eating is really not a thing, except if you're an athlete, if you ask me. People should be mindful about how they eat. Mindfulness. Mindful eating is what, what helps people. Um, so, all right, guys, ask questions, uh, anything like that. Um, I just want to let everybody know, too, by the way, that I do have another... Uh, uh, I do have another video today at 5 p.m. I'm going to do uh, a review of Blair White versus Fat Acceptance uh, review. Um, she did an interesting, uh, very, very, very interesting uh, um, uh, very interesting video or segment of a video from her uh, podcast that I wanted to go over. So, And I'm a big fan of hers. So. Uh, somebody just asked if no more back in stock. It is not at Tiger Fitness or at Ambrosia yet. Should be about another week and a half. But here is where you can get it at Vitamin Shop because just if you missed the beginning of portion of this, we're now in Vitamin Shop. So, so fucking excited. I can't even get over it. I can't even get over it. Holy shit. Uh, it was a fantastic episode. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Blair. Big, I'm a big fan of hers. So... Um, being a haze therapist just means you encourage behavior, which further exacerbate your mental health problems. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's fucking craziness. It's absolute crazy talk. All right. So anybody uh, ask questions? Anybody? Bueller, 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 Bueller. Um, and then again, by the way, you can get my new book or our new book, Wine and Crystals, because we wrote it together. Uh, Beyond Willpower, The Hunger Management Method. It goes very well along with no morbidity and uh, Ember and all those things. I talk about those in detail. I am actively already starting on our th on our third book, which is going to do with uh, sugar addiction and uh, product two on how on how to use it on how to use it and other compounds to help yourself escape sugar addiction. So we're going to be putting that out hopefully within the next couple of months. I'm already I've already started writing it. I wrote a little bit today. Uh, but please do check out the. Uh, Please do check out the, oh, let me go to this, yeah, pin message. 
Check out the links for the book. With the book, by the way, you get a month of the app. You get your hunger management support group for a month too. So please do check that out. I appreciate all you motherfuckers. All of you. I appreciate y'all. You guys are fucking excellent. Love you motherfuckers. Anyway. Uh, Vitamin Shop, congrats. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, I can go up the street to buy Nomo. It's a, uh, thank you very, very much. Please do. Buy, buy away. We want them to be very happy that they pick this up. Uh, very, very happy. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they try to tell me I still have an ED because I still I don't think getting fat is just wonderful. Uh, I'm not fat and I'm glad. You know, I'm not saying you don't have an eating disorder, but I'm saying that you're that think it, you know, that you realize that being fat is bad for you is a positive thing. So, is dropping 15 pounds in a month too much or too fast? It depends on your starting weight. If your starting weight is uh, 350 pounds, I would suggest that 15 pounds in a month is right on in there. Um, you know, if it, if you weigh uh, 150 pounds, 15 pounds in a month is likely too aggressive. Uh, you would, flag, you would flag the CMS uh, if you were a hospital patient. 10, 10% weight loss in a month would absolutely, you, you, like your, your file would be up for review. I'll put it that way. So it depends on the person. When it comes to your clients dealing with sugar addictions, do you find the majority do better when they quit cold turkey or do uh, most solve the addiction by doing it gradually? Honestly, the most lasting success is when the person can finally get to the point where they just quit cold turkey. Um, we do have some supplements that we, uh, some supplements including berberine, that we use to help with it and no morbidity. If you have a very serious sugar addiction, uh, we uh, we have something coming to help out. Again, product two, but uh, it is very hard. Sugar sugar addiction is very very hard. Sugar addiction is just like addiction, except it's everywhere. So. Uh, we have people that have done it both ways, but the vast majority of very successful people that have been off sugar, I, I, she's not in the chat, but we have a, we have a client that uh, is in the chat all the time. She hasn't had anything with sugar in it in like a year and a half. And she was very addicted. So she quit cold Turkey and it was sucked for the first like month for her. Um, what strategies recommended do you have for sticking to an eating plan during a five week vacation? Five weeks of vacation is a lot. Sticking to an eating plan, I would still like, I mean, five weeks of vacation, it's not really like vacation. You're just off work, you know? I mean, so if it's just like you're, if you're traveling for five weeks, that's tough. I would, I would focus on one meal a day for pleasure and then the rest be very, very mindful, protein, healthy fat, likely only. If it's five weeks of vacation, I would still just kind of treat your food like your food, you know, like. And again, to a great degree, like I can go away and I'm still going to eat most of the time vegetables and beef. Uh, well, you know, a well-cooked steak is amazing. Not well done. I like mine almost raw, but uh, like when it's seasoned well and it's, it's, you know, cooked right, it's awesome. Uh, stick with salads, stuff like that. But once a day, if I'm on vacation, I'm going to have something for pleasure, you know, um, and just realize that like, you don't need to go hog wild. Oftentimes when people overindulge on the first couple of days of their, of their vacation, they have less fun anyway because they don't feel well. Uh, da, da, da. I would like to see any fat activist work in the field of uh, bariatric medicine for one week. <laughs> right. I mean, please. Uh, question. Are you going to do another call-in show? I really enjoyed hearing. Re uh, yes, it'll be sometime this week. I'll be posting that up too. But yes, I'm probably going to do a call-in show once a week. So, um, Because, you know, I'll, and, and for if you're watching uh, and you hate me, 
please do feel free to try to call in. As long as you show your name and your face, uh, I will, I'll let you talk and we can have, we can have discussions. I, I don't shy away from that shit at all. So, um, if you can't win at the game, change the rules. Exactly. Exactly. It's been 18 months since I had refined sugar. Jessica, you're that's, this is who I was talking about. She's done an amazing job in the last 18 months of putting sugar. Uh, I've lost 10 pounds on number Biddy in one month. That is fucking amazing. Great goddamn job. Make sure you're getting enough nutrients in. Make sure you're getting enough. Uh, that's absolutely important. Uh, and in April, if you, uh, I, will, I will send you your copy of the book here in a second. So watch V-Shreds call in. He could call in. Fucking, he can absolutely, he can absolutely, and any of them could call in. I am not like these other fitness bitches. Okay. Uh, the thing is, I believe in what I say. I understand what I'm talking about. I will go live and debate anybody on my talking points. Anybody, anybody, on the science behind anybody. I, I, I will, I will debate anybody, because um, I believe in what I say, and I've heavily researched obesity, food disorders, losing weight, controlling hunger, um, and I have literally used. Fucking, you know, I've coached over a thousand people to weight loss personally, not to mention people that have taken my fucking my advice online. I have no problem talking live to anybody about any fucking thing. If, and I'm, a big reason for that is if I don't know about it, I'm, I'm willing to say I, well, I don't know, you know, where most fitness bitches end up fucking talking like they, they think they're they, they fucking know everything. I die if uh, Tyrone calls in. Well, if somebody can figure out how to work it for him and he can get him online, uh, somebody can set it up for him. I'm sure uh, he, he would need a little help. But I mean, I'd talk slower for him. You know, I, I would, I would, I would just talk very slow. Use one syllable words. Syllable is two. So, but I would probably lose him there. But it is what it is. Anyway, guys, it's been almost an hour. Whoop, hang on a second. Alan, I know you have coaching, but do you offer in-person uh, personal training? Uh, I'm already pretty fit, but I want to push even more. I really don't do in-person personal training. The most, the closest we're going to get is to, uh, is we have our intensive type of coaching where we will virtually uh, guide people through workouts, but that's the closest I'm going to get. Uh, can you give me advice on how not to binge? Absolutely. I talk to people about that every single day. You could uh, join the app and get a consultation uh, and we could talk through your individualized thing. I, you know, the, besides the normal tenets of make sure you're staying well hydrated, eating foods of a low glycemic index most of the day, treating sugar as if it's, um, as if it's alcohol, uh, ultra processed carbohydrates should be viewed only for pleasure. Um, and you're getting proper sleep and getting daily habitual healthy activities. I outline all of this in my book, Beyond Willpower, The Hunger Management Method. Um, so you could get that, read it. That would uh, help you out. And then you could ask questions based upon it from there. So uh, Recritia, I would suggest you buy the book. It will give you the app for a month and you'll hear more about it too. Uh, yes, it's five weeks traveling a home. Very, uh, very carb heavy food. Uh, by the way, I have lost 100 pounds. And don't want setbacks. If it's been, if you've already lost 100 pounds, it's going to be carb-heavy food. I would lean more towards trying to find where you can get proteins at it. I can go. I can at any, like literally at any restaurant or anything like that. I can find something that I can eat. So, thanks for another great live. You are very, very, very welcome. 
Bye. Thank you very much. Good. And Tyrone is somebody I used to do some comedy videos about, Leona. But hey, guys, I'll be back at 5 p.m. today. Please do check that out. But I got to run for right now. I hope everybody has a great motherfucking day. God damn.